Hi, and welcome to Glow and Tell. I'm Laura. And I'm Karina. And we are twin sisters who love to talk about our obsession with all things beauty. This week's episode is a deep dive into the world of influencers. Young people are making millions creating content on YouTube, collaborating with established beauty brands, posting sponsored images on Instagram, and disrupting the industry with their influence. You will hear all of our thoughts on this subject coming up. Plus, we discuss PR packages and brand launches in our double take. Okay, Karina, so this week we are going to talk about all things influencers. And when I think about influencers, I'm going to take it back a few years, maybe less than 10 years. We're going to start where all of this beauty madness began, and that was with the rise of the YouTube star. Karina, do you have any thoughts about YouTube? Do you remember your first YouTube tutorial? Oh, yeah, I actually do very vividly. So this is probably in either 2009 or 2010. Wow. Um, I remember just on a whim, don't know why I did it, but I remember putting into the search bar <laughs> drag makeup tutorial. Oh, yeah. And you know what the first one I clicked on was? <gasps> was Pixie Woo. Oh. And it was Nick doing um, a drag tutorial with full-on, you know, tape back the hair, full-on wig, and it was amazing. She looked so good. Oh, wow. And so Pixie Woo became the first channel I ever watched as Mm -hmm. far as makeup tutorials went. And it took me a while before I figured out there were actually two people running this channel. Oh, my God, I know. There were sisters. And so if you guys don't know who Pixie Woo is... So they are the faces of Real Techniques, so the brush company and the sponges. They have always had a YouTube. It's been maybe 10, 11 years. Yeah, they've been on YouTube for a while now. I think they're like the OG beauty gurus, quote, quote, on YouTube. And so they're two sisters. Um, They're British, and they both have kids now, and they have basically had their whole entire career in the makeup industry. I believe they both worked at Matt counters at some point. Um, They were doing, you know, fashion shows as far as like makeup goes. And then they started a YouTube channel and it kind of just grew from there. And they always make fun of the fact that they don't have that many subscribers on YouTube because I, I don't think that people actually realize that they're the ones that are behind real techniques they don't own the brand, but they are. They don't. The, no, it's not their company. It's a what? different company. I didn't know. Yeah, that. they are the face of Real Techniques, though. Oh, I had yes. no idea. And originally, it was Sam, the older sister, mm-hmm. who was who had her name on the brushes. And only I think a few years later after what? that did it become Real Techniques by Sam and Nick. Oh, I so had it's no Samantha idea. and Nicola Chapman, um, Pixie Woo on YouTube, Pixie Woo on you know Twitter and Instagram, and I. I adore them. They are like professional makeup artists. They have. They do. A I lot like of, their artistry, and they do a lot of like a real, like achievable look that anybody can do. And because they're a little bit older, I would say like maybe late thirties, maybe in their forties now. Mm-hmm. They just do makeup that anybody can do, and it looks good. Yeah. And they also had never done like the quote unquote Instagram makeup where it was like a full face. It was very natural and achievable. They are very anti the Instagram heavily made up, heavy, big lashes. But, um, my favorite part of watching them over the years was, um, Sam does, she calls them unwearable looks and it's really (laughs) editorial, but she also does these really great decade 
tutorials oh, and yeah. celebrity tutorials. That's so really cool. she kind of makes herself over into, I think Debbie Harry's like one of my favorite ones. She made herself look like Ava Green from Casino Royale. Oh my God. Yeah. It was crazy. Her artistry is great. I mean, they're both great, but they are like the OG beauty girls, gurus in my opinion. Okay. I, I, they're my OG YouTube beauty experience. So what about you? I don't rem- I honestly have no I, I don't remember things. I have a really terrible memory, so I would never even know like what my first beauty um tutorial was on YouTube, but when I think about YouTube stars, I think of the mega stars, right? So number 1 on my list is Jaclyn Hill, right? She is probably in my mind the most famous YouTube star. There may be a couple of others that are up on that list, but by far she is huge right yeah she's giant and when we're talking about youtube we're just talking about the beauty segment i don't i don't watch anybody's vlogs or just like prank videos we're talking about just beauty beauty tutorials strictly beauty yeah that's that's the world that i watch of youtube i don't watch any of these weirdos like jake paul apparently who is a monster person um (laughs) I don't, I only watch YouTube for uh, music videos from my past and <laughs> beauty tutorials. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so Jaclyn Hill is a humongous, so famous, like she's on YouTube. She doesn't post that much anymore, but when she was in her heyday, like she has millions of subscribers mm-hmm. and I remember when she announced her collaboration with Becca when she was making champagne pop highlighter and yes. that was like the biggest thing because it was, I think one of the the biggest beauty influence collaborations, Mm -hmm. which was never a thing. Like, beauty brands always stuck to their own brand. They were very insular. Everybody, they had their own people in their brand working on content and their product. But now, because people are flocking to YouTube and following all of these people and they're becoming famous in their own right, brands are, you know, hopping on and be like, well, if they have... 5 million subscribers. Yeah, get my product on their face. Tell them how much they love it. That's a huge business opportunity for brands. And so everybody has been branching out, collaborating with tons of beauty influencers, big and small. Um, And Jaclyn Hill, I think, was a major player. And her also um, big relationship with Morphe Cosmetics. Mm -hmm. She's always putting out like a brush set, a palette, and they sell out instantly. Um, But not without her fair share of uh, controversy. Yeah, she's always had a little bit of controversy with her I think she's had a lot of like personal issues in the past I believe she you know got divorced in the past year and I always think it's so strange to me when followers get like way too invested in other people's personal lives it's like why do you care well and I also (laughs) I mean she shared about her relationship she got married at a young age Mm -hmm. but she never really gave us too much and so I don't think this is like also another whole episode where it's like it's do not, they do they owe us any explanation for stuff that happens in maybe, their personal lives? Maybe that's a time for a double take because I, I personally don't think they owe me anything. I don't feel personally affronted if they don't let me in onto every details of their lives. Maybe it's because I'm now an adult, but yeah, maybe I've care. never thought that way. But hey, they're their own person. Let them be. I mean, unless you're doing something really problematic, you're making these crazy. You know, you know, problematic. But a lot of, we have a lot of problematic people on this list. Um, Let's start next the next off. one. <laughs> So when I also think of YouTube stars, and I used to watch this person all the time because Mm -hmm. I thought he was really funny. He seemed like a really genuine person. Now I feel like a lot of things are kind of going to his head. But 
don't read me. Don't. I, this is not spilling don't, any sort of tea. I don't. Don't really at care. us. We don't. We yeah, don't want to hear I it. I don't really care. So the next up on my list is like when I think of a YouTube star, I think of Manny MUA. Mm-hmm. So Manny Gutierrez is. I think he's from California, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, he's probably like our age. No, he's a little bit younger, like maybe 27, 28. Mm-hmm. Um, huge YouTube star. Amazing tutorials. He was him and Patrick Star are two of like the most famous. Like, first YouTubers that were men who showed us that men could wear makeup and men could be really amazing at doing makeup and don't be shy about it. Um, I watched him for years, I think. Um, I don't know, Karina, what are your thoughts on Manny? I used to watch him too, um, but it's not, I mean, yeah, he has, like, some problematic things that's that have been happening to him in like what do you so do you know what I have no idea it about was this something drama. on Twitter apparently so he was best friends with Jeffree Star that's and another I guess story there was a whole fallout with them I oh. guess Jeffrey claimed that he was just trying to use him for fame and money and you know blah 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 all that all that aside it's not even like the fact that he's problematic it's the fact that his looks kind of all look samey to me Oh. They're all just kind of... I but want I, something different. He does Instagram makeup. Same with another one on our list, Nikki Tutorials. Yeah. She is the epitome of what Instagram makeup is. And so she got very famous on YouTube and her video went viral. It was called The Power of Makeup. And she did half her face full-blown glam, like basically a drag look. Mm-hmm. And the other face, the other half of her face was completely bare. And it sparked a big controversy. Um, not even a controversy, but it was very positive. It was very positive. It went hugely viral. And, you know, she's known for very heavy, full coverage foundation, a very bold, vibrant eye, giant wings, giant lashes. Yeah. Everything about her is big, big, big. It's very big and it's just nothing but glam. Like she tried to do a natural, quote unquote, natural makeup look. She had to do it. Again, a year later, because she realized, yeah, that was not natural. (laughs) I completely agree. And you know what? She's actually been doing some great things. She's a Dutch YouTuber who surprisingly, I'm, I'm honestly surprised she hasn't like moved to LA. I think she's been staying in, she's from the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, she's huge. She's now a Marc Jacobs beauty ambassador. Yeah. That must've been a huge deal for her. Yeah. And so her and Manny... Patrick Starr, who has had five collaborations or five launches with I, Matt Cosmetics. I don't watch his tutorials, but I used to, like, every, here and there. And I'm, I'm, I like him a lot. Like, he's super funny. He's so genuine. He's very kind. Yeah. He's crazy talented. Yeah, his and, artistry is great. And he used to work at Mac, and I mm-hmm. remember him saying, like, I would always get, not bullied, but, like, said that, like, his coworkers or managers at Mac didn't appreciate his artistry. And now he's got collaboration after collaboration with Mac and I feel like you know what good for you yeah like you he really like stuck to what he loved to do and I think his talent is I don't know he feels like a more genuine person to me he took it full circle yeah I really like him so I think the last person on our list we can talk about is the eponymous Jeffree Star of Jeffree Star Cosmetics so if you guys are as old as we are (laughs) <laughs> you will remember before there was a little thing called Facebook. Oh. There was a website called MySpace. MySpace. Oh god. So the everybody everybody had them. I was probably in middle school when I first made one. And Jeffree Star actually was famous 
through MySpace, he had a ton of followers or friends back in the day. He, you had to be friends with people. Right. Um, he made music. He used to go on Warp Tour. Yeah, he was kind of a big deal on MySpace. I yeah. think that's where he got his initial fame. He mm-hmm. was just doing music, but he was known for his... Bright his pink hair. Bright pink hair, his kind of like outlandish... Uh, crazy outfits, super out there. Um, he had, like, no eyebrows. I think he still shaves his eyebrows and yeah. just redraws them every single day, which is crazy to me. He um, was, like, famous for his, like, like goth glam, punk glam. Like, like that scene look. Yeah, oh, oh scene, the spiky, <laughs> the spiky pink hair. Oh, yes. boy. So he eventually went on to create um, his own cosmetics line. And... It's been huge. He launches items, I believe, every season. He started out with the velvet, the liquid velvet matte lipstick. I think they're called Velour Liquid Lipsticks. Velour Matte Liquid Lipsticks. Yes, thank you. Apparently, Um, they're among the best, but I just, I hate liquid lipsticks. I don't like the look of it. Sorry, Sorry. Jeffrey, but I would try it, but I just, I don't like a matte liquid lip. But, you know, he's huge, but I think the Shane Dawson documentary on him really shed a light on actually, he's actually... Yes, he has had some racial, racist issues in Which his we past. can't discount. We I cannot I discount. Disclaimer, I do not purchase anything from his brand, nor yeah. do I intend to, because I just don't agree with him as a person. I don't Which need... Is, he doesn't need my money. No, he definitely doesn't need my money. Oh, yeah, my God. As I was saying, the Shane Dawson documentary, if you go to his channel, go watch it. He basically runs through, you know, what he does on a daily basis. And he actually owns several companies. Oh, it's yeah. kind of in, insane the amount of stuff that he does. Right. Because, I mean, he does play it up. Like, he flashes his, like, he flashes crazy. His he yeah. flashes his wealth, like, like, crazy. His cars, his, his bags, house, his, his house, his, yeah, it's everything. So that's Jeffree Star. But you know what? You know, if you people have gotten success from YouTube, it's kind of, it's really interesting to yeah. see the, the evolution of it. YouTube becoming just this thing where people could just upload a, a video and now it's become a, a lifestyle and a career for many people. Um, and it's actually really interesting. I was reading an article where middle schoolers were talking about what they wanted to do when they oh grow up. And some people, some no. girls were like, I want to be a beauty guru on YouTube. What? And let's just say YouTube is a very, very hard job. If you want to make it as a full-time job, you need to be really dedicated and you need to promote yourself like crazy. Well, and also, this is one of my, I don't know. Okay, so this is my thought on YouTube. If YouTube decided to just pull the plug on its service tomorrow, how fucked are people? Like, Like, if that is somebody's livelihood... Are you signing contracts with YouTube once you start making a decent amount of money? Like, I don't understand how it works. But if YouTube decided to stop its service tomorrow, would they owe these people anything or would they have to start from scratch? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if they just, like, demonetized every single video, what would happen? (laughs) If YouTube totally shut down just for whatever, like, it's their choice, we're done. I think it would literally break the internet. I just don't. Sorry, Kim. But I'm also thinking, like, is YouTube a viable career option for people? Is it sustainable in the next 5, 10, 15 years? That's a good question. I mean, I don't know. And I think that's why a lot of these makeup guru stars on YouTube have actually branched out. Branched out and 
built their own brands. And so a lot of them are very successful. A lot of them do have their own brands or, you know, collaborations, partnerships, sponsored content, which we will talk more about mm-hmm. in our double take. Um, but yeah, YouTube has changed a lot. It's a changed. Lot, a lot. I think it's really changed the beauty industry forever. Like there, it was like a time before YouTube and a time after YouTube and we're never going to be the same. Okay, so right now we're going to do a quick little rundown of our favorite beauty YouTubers. And Laura, would you like to start us off? Yeah, so one of my favorite YouTubers, and she's not necessarily a YouTube star because she's a professional makeup artist and is currently the beauty director at Lancome. Her name is Lisa Eldridge. Yes, I love Lisa. I, I think everybody who loves makeup needs to watch Lisa. She's such a breath of fresh air in the YouTube community. She's this amazing British makeup artist. She's been in the business for Decades. over 20 years. Yeah. Um, she's also a lover of vintage makeup and has a humongous vintage makeup collection. And she recently created a book and it's called Face Paint and I'm looking at it right now. And if you are anything like me and loves history, um, I'm, I love art history. I love art. I love makeup. And her book is all about the history of makeup and tons of pictures, so many cool um, little bits of information. Um, so if you really love any of those things, you have to watch Lisa Eldridge. First of all, her voice is so soothing. Mm -hmm. She's no drama. She also has like guest um, appearances by other makeup artists, so which is really cool to see how people apply makeup differently or there are different tips and tricks of what they like to do. And she does makeup on real people. She'll do it on models. She'll do it of um, like her friends and she also has a wide age range so if you're somebody who is a little bit more mature and is wondering okay well where do I fit in in the YouTube beauty world like how can I put makeup on myself and I'm not 20 years old you know so she does a lot of those um, makeup applications on people in their 30s and their 40s in their 70s um, so you really have to watch her channel I love her uh, Karina what about you? I do also love me some Lisa. She's amazing. Um, and again, so Pixie Woo, great channel. I love the two sisters, Sam and Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been really into Sharon Farrell, who is an Irish YouTuber, but she currently lives in Australia. Mm-hmm. And I I don't have her skin type at all. She, she's a very like oily skin type and used to be into pretty like a matte foundation. Um, but she has recently kind of crossed the bridge and come back to like a natural dewy finish i believe every youtuber i watch now has been into totally normal not normal but natural like skin like skin finish Ooh, everybody loves a glossy highlight so i really love sharon farrell she recently had a baby so she was kind of off of youtube for a little bit um but she's been posting again And I just love her. I think she's like a real, she's just very real. She keeps it real. She doesn't do like a bunch of sponsored stuff. She doesn't do a heavy Instagram makeup. I I think like the list of people that I used to watch and the list of people now, you can really see like, I'm just more into like the genuine personalities, people that are not over the top, like kind of similar to my own personality. I'm like not hot nor cold. I'm never this like super excited person who like, is thrilled about like a new lip. I don't know. Like 
everybody that I watch now is very, like, calm, cool, collected, and just, like, <laughs> chill. And everybody's, like, n- genuine. And it's never clickbaity. I cannot stand these clickbaity titles with, with like, like caps thumb- lock. Oh, the oh thumbnails. Gosh. The thumbnails that people post. Like, I get it. You kind of... I mean, people do it to be funny. Like, the other... Another YouTuber I follow is Samantha Ravindahl. So she is so funny she's canadian she's from vancouver and she has it's honestly like i watch her for the makeup but i stay for the personality yeah she's She's very witty she's super sarcastic i just i love everything about her because she keeps it real she actually had um a pretty long video about sponsor sponsorships um pr packaging which she has actually elected to not receive anymore because she really just didn't want to keep having to waste all of this packaging, all of this product, which again, this is going to be coming up in our double take, but I really appreciate her for that. She was also a professional makeup artist. Um, and she kind of like Laura has had issues with skin, like acne. She has like active acne and she used to be into the full coverage, heavy matte foundations and actually has been learning to embrace the different texture of her skin. And, not trying to cover it up with like heavy, heavy concealer or a lot of powder. She's also embraced the natural finish lifestyle. So I really like her. She's super funny. Go follow Sam. Yeah. So one of my other favorites who is another oldie but goodie is Kathleen Light. She is, I think, a year or two younger than us. She's lives in Miami, Florida, and she's this cute little, like, she almost looks like kind of elfish, like, really cute face. <laughs> little, little Cuban elf. Yeah, she's so cute. She's this um, adorable YouTuber. She's been around for a while, and she's most known for her collaborations with ColourPop. I think if you ever see anything that she's done, it's only with ColourPop. Um, she also has a nail brand, nail polish brand, KL Polish, which is my favorite. Also, I just discovered they are going out of business or they're restructuring. Aww. I don't know. And I'm like, what? you just got started. Like, yeah. I can't. So I, okay. Anyway, so Kathleen Lights, super real. She doesn't claim to be like a makeup artist. She does beautiful makeup on herself, but she's like, I can't do this on other people. She, I think she's, she seems when, what I've seen of her videos, I don't follow her a lot, but what I've seen, she just seems like a really genuine person. No dramatics. Like, she just kind of loves makeup and products. Yeah. And from what I've seen from, like, ColourPop, I actually think a lot of her stuff is really cute. It's cute. And I think she's thoughtful. Like, she does a lot of reviews. She's very open and honest about, like, things that she's going through. I just really like her personality. I don't know. I like her a lot. Who else, Karina? Alright, so I have one more that is kind of in the same vein as Sam, uh, Samantha Robindahl. Her name is Raw Beauty Christie on YouTube. And she is, again, a very like witty, kind of super sarcastic girl who does usually pretty elaborate like eye looks. She's pretty much famous for a cut crease and big old lashes, which I never do on myself. But I, again, I come for the makeup and I stay for the, I stay for the, uh, the personality. So I really like Robbie D. Christie and she's always been really open with like health issues. Um, you know, she talks about that kind of stuff a lot. Uh, she also loves cats. So if you oh. hear this jingling in the background, oh this is my sis. This is Laura's cat, uh, Milo. He's kind of been, uh, being a little bee tonight. So he might be jingling around in the background. So that's what it is. Anyway, so she loves cats. I like Robbie D. Christie. Her and Samantha Ramdahl have become friends recently. And I think it's kind of hilarious. They've done a couple of videos together. Um, 
and I kind of just want to be best friends with them, if that's not a weird thing to say. Anyway, so Robert E. Christie, she's hilarious. Next one I like is, let's talk about Karima McKimmy. She is so Karima. fun. I love her. She, she's Australian. I think she lives in Sydney. Um, beautiful makeup. She loves a, like, juicy, dewy glow. She's all about the highlight, but also, like, achievable makeup look. She doesn't do anything over the top. Um, so somebody who's, like, a beginner in makeup would really appreciate her channel. She's very open and honest. She has a really great, like, one brand kind of review. So she'll, she'll do, like, Charlotte Tilbury and go through, like, all of the products from Charlotte Tilbury and, like, what's good and what's not. Um, I don't know. I just love all of the, her styles that she does. I love, she always has like cool colored hair. Um, I don't know. I, I really like her a lot. So her and Sharon Farrell are actually like besties and they have been on each other's YouTube countless times. And I believe they also have their own jewelry line together. It's oh. called Sharima. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, um, Sharon Farrell and Karima McKinney, McKimmy are really fun. Um, so probably like the queen of YouTube beauty gurus for me is Tati, Tati oh. Westbrook. She, until very recently, uploaded YouTube videos five days a week. That is crazy. That it's, is so much work. It's so much work. But you know what? A lot of people give her shit for, I don't know, just being the way she, I don't know. I like her personality. She can be a little bit over dramatic at some things, but I think she does that for the views and that's fine. But she, reviews makeup like that's what she does she reviews makeup I mean, products yeah, that's, i get it it's their job but five days a week she was uploading for a good i don't know seven eight years straight it was crazy and so now she's launched her own brand halo beauty which is i think it caused a lot of controversy because people were like why are you trying to shill us supplements for your hair i you know what if you don't like it don't buy it it's fine uh so that's kind of like her side thing now but tati is like probably one of like the hardest working people in the makeup youtube community again five uploads a week that are fully edited and very thought out so she always worked very hard and i really appreciate tati there's a, some recommendations from her that i've they're like my holy grails now um two uh women of color that i love on youtube is um auntie jackie jackie ina she is yeah, like hilarious she's, she's really funny her her videos are just super funny honestly i again come for the makeup stay for the personality um she reviews a lot of bomb makeup black owned makeup brands um and i i love when she calls out brands on their shitty shade ranges <laughs> Yeah. It's really funny, and For it's sure. like, guys, come on. I mean, there's a there's a shade darker than caramel out there, right. guys. And she's not – her skin color is not, like, the darkest shade. That is – is it Nima? Nima. Nima. I love her. Nima Tang. She always reviews um, – she has a series on her YouTube channel called The Darkest Shade, and she is, like, the polar opposite of my skin tone, but her skin is, like, flawless it is well and it's beautiful and it's so interesting because it really helps like look at which brands are really trying to be truly inclusive or and what what other brands are just throwing in like three darker shades from what they already currently have yeah and like calling that like a diverse like yeah making that seem like okay well that's good enough yeah and you know what i i think jackie's hilarious um she is also friends with another youtuber i love is 
who is um, Alyssa Ashley. She's another, you know, person of color on YouTube who also talks about black owned makeup brands. She talks about different shade ranges. I just love her photos. Oh my God. She takes really great photos. She's really talented. She's also a twin. Yeah. Um, and she's super funny. She's always really, she seems really like sweet and she's always like giggly and she always had this like mystery makeup Monday theme that I thought was really funny. Oh, with the wheel? Yes. (laughs) She used to spin a wheel and like choose colors or techniques or brushes or, you know, different things. I love Alyssa Ashley, Jackie Ina, um, Nima, Naima. I think it's Naima. Okay. I don't know your name. I'm sorry. Um, but those are probably like my three top... Uh, women, like, black women on YouTube. Um, my last one is a recent discovery. Her name is Alana Davidson. She is also Canadian on YouTube. Um, I just love her aesthetic. She's very simple, pared back, and I really enjoy the way that she applies her foundation. She applies it with her fingers, which is, like, unheard of on YouTube. yeah. But when I was working at Clinique, Almost everybody that came up to the counter said they applied their foundation with their fingers. I was like, hmm. oh my god. Like, I mean, everybody used to. There were no tools. There were no sponges. But like, It's like the dark ages. No, but, it's, it, <laughs> but it looks beautiful. And I tried it once and I was like, oh my god, this looks great. Like, yeah. wait, we for, kind of forget that like but our best can, tools are yeah. our hands. Your hands are your best tools. And honestly, it does look really good when you apply makeup with your hands because it kind of the heat of it your like hands warms it, up. it melts the product into the skin it makes mm-hmm. it a little bit more seamless and I like yeah, that I get it she's not big on eye makeup like she'll the most she'll do is like apply bronzer lots of mascara and like a cute lip like it's all about her foundation and how the way her skin looks which is something that I really am growing to appreciate. And so I've been looking at a lot of the products that she recommends, like the MAC Face and Body Foundation, and I'm just like obsessed with it right now. Mm -hmm. So she's been somebody who I've kind of been looking at all of the backlog of her videos and looking through. Um, She also has cute style videos. So she does like a try-on haul, and I'm never somebody that's like into it. But her fashion sense and mine are very, very similar, like super simple. Um, but she just accessorizes it really well, which I appreciate. Um, and I think I have one last one to talk about, and that is Gothamista. So she is the only YouTuber I follow who talks exclusively about skincare. Yeah. Um, her name is Renee. Um, she is based, I believe, in New York City. And she is a Korean American who talks all about skincare and she's super, super knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. Like she knows all about different ingredients and their benefits. And she'll talk about different products to recommend. Um, She talks about her own routine and, you know, basically what's the best kind of um, ingredient or product for your skin type. She's really educational. I love her videos. It's just basically her sitting in her living room talking about product. Uh, maybe some doing a, like maybe doing some little inserts of like product shots on the back of, of her hands, maybe doing her nighttime routine or what have you. I just think she's also very like calm and soothing. She's a really soothing voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love the way she says hydration. It's very hydrating. <laughs> anyway, follow she's Gothamista. She's her, cool. Her skin's amazing. Her skin's flawless. She is like a porcelain doll yeah i love her so those are our favorite youtubers as of this moment right now as of today. and we will make a post on instagram tagging all of these lovelies so you can go follow go watch their videos um and you know like and subscribe guys
Let's talk about Instagram. IG. So I think Instagram probably after YouTube, maybe even more important now, is hands down the biggest game changer in the beauty industry. Mm -hmm. Um, Millions of images are produced. So much content is created. And it's not coming from brands. It's coming from everyday people that have a great talent for either photography, makeup, reviewing. Um, They just know how to reach their specific audience and they do it really well. And I think brands are absolutely capitalizing on that by attaching their names doing sponsored content alongside these um, content creators. But first, I just want to talk about a couple of Instagrams that I really love to follow. Um, And I think one of my favorites, and she's so fun and playful in the beauty industry, is Namvo. And her handle is at Namvo, N-A-M-V-O. And she is known for being a quote-unquote hashtag Dewey Dumpling. So her... Big takeaway is if you love glow, she will give you a glowgasm, right? So if you look at her videos, she applies with a heavily filtered and like super like bright light. She applies highlighter along people's cheeks and it is, there's something about it that is so satisfying. It's satisfying. It's like mesmerizing. It's mesmerizing. I can't look away. Like everybody, I just want my skin to look the way that she makes these people's faces look. It's beautiful. It's like glass skin but like illuminated oh my god i mean yeah i get that there's a ton of filter on right now but oh it's yeah just watching her just do this one sweep of highlight all she does is literally swipe her fingers or a brush over a cheek and it is creating magic it's beautiful it is a glowgasm the next one i would love to talk about is eva chen so she is her handle is eva chen 212 she's like og instagram she used to be the editor-in-chief of lucky magazine um i think she was at a, a few other magazines maybe teen vogue i can't remember are those those are both now like defunct right? defunct yeah okay. they don't they don't exist anymore uh-huh. but she's not a beauty girl she is a fashion girl and i love her because she posts constantly she works for instagram now i guess in like a beauty team of some or a fashion team of some sort um so she's posting every day all the time she posts on stories she has super chic outfit looks um she's writing books She's super cool, and if you're not following her, like, what are you even doing with your life? Because I've been following her since the dawn of Instagram. (laughs) Karina, do you have a couple you want to share with us? Um, Sure. So for makeup news, I don't think anybody else can go anywhere else but to Trend Mood. Trend Mood. Trend Mood. Trend um, Mood 1. Yes, Trend Mood 1. That is her handle on Instagram, and she is... Basically, where you find all of the up-to-minute, up-to-the-minute news on beauty. Uh, beauty, skincare, makeup, all new launches. She will provide, like, swatches and photos. She does a lot of photos of swatches and live swatches in her Instagram stories. But she posts, I don't know, it's it's constant. Because, obviously, you know, beauty, the, the beauty cycle right now, uh, the launch cycle is... You know, it's every it's every day, basically, there's something new coming out. So she'll post deals about different, like, websites where you can get, like, coupons, deals. Discounts. Shipping. Oh, yeah. Affiliate codes, which is, like, another big thing that the influencer era has brought in is mm-hmm. affiliate codes. Um, she posts 
Like, like she's a under- maniac. I don't know she how she does it. So she basically gets tips from people in the makeup industry and leaks fo- leaking photos or whatever it is. And like this is the hot. This is what's coming out. And so she it's- is on top of it. If you think if you want to know if like something cool is coming out in beauty, you have to follow her because she has every literally everything. literally everything. It's drugstore. It's Lux. It's absolutely everything yeah she's always got like the latest news the latest launch the latest controversy like it's so if you love beauty you have to be following trend mood one yeah the next one i want to talk about is an artist her name's katie jane hughes and her handle is at katie jane hughes which we we will tag we love kjh she is such a breath of fresh air Mm -hmm. she is the opposite of the instagram look she doesn't heavily edit her skin. She always just believes that, like, pores are natural. Like, everybody all has them. them. It's mm-hmm. nothing to be ashamed of. You don't have to filter the F out of your face for it to mean something and, like, for it to be considered beautiful. So if you go to her page, she always – well, she used to do, like, close-up makeup looks on her eyes, and she's kind of gotten away from that a little bit. But super heavily uh, skin focused. She does a beautiful like powder like eyeshadow wing. I don't know. You have to look her up. Like she's she's amazing. She's also known for her love of a glossy eye. Yes, yes. Eyes, and she's the only reason I ever started wearing big earrings is because she also has. Oh my god! She she, so me and Laura both wear glasses, Mm -hmm. and um, I've recently gotten a couple more frames, but she has like. Great accessories, great eyewear, great... Just great style. She's just great style. Yeah, she's, like, kind of who I want to be right now. And she's a, mm-hmm. she's a British makeup artist living in New York. Yeah. Um, lives and works in New York now. Um, but she's posting all the time as well. It's mostly looks on herself, but also looks she's done for other clients. Uh, but she's all about, like, fresh skin. Yeah. Really interesting makeup combinations. Yeah, like, she, she really plays with color, but not in a way that looks, like too much like it's you know she'll pair like a teal with a pink but it looks wearable like you could be yeah. you could totally do it and like people wouldn't be like oh my god what are you doing yeah it's stuff you really wouldn't think of throwing together but she pulls it off like every time mm-hmm. so i love katie jane hughes as well so one more person i want to talk about um is terry barber oh yes i love so him. he is a british i believe he's british yeah i think so british makeup artist who is now um doing collaborations with mac but he's been a makeup artist for decades he has an instagram and it's called terry barber on beauty and he does different it's really it's just like a tongue-in-cheek look at makeup um, he'll pair like a what we're what we're looking at now. It's like a mustardy, like brown, glossy eye, and he's comparing it to curry sauce. <laughs> yeah, he so always, it's he... it's a very interesting like makeup in and then like its counterpart in the mundane real world. Yeah, he it's always... a very tongue in cheek like Instagram. It's it's really interesting. I think it's it's enjoyable. It's like makeup not as satire, but finding the humor in makeup and not maybe taking it so seriously or it's, it's not even always humor it's like what is it referencing like what does mm-hmm. this look like like what does this lip color look like and lo- i'm looking at one there's like a cherry stain lip and it looks like a red bean bag like, yep it's just the funny it's just interesting to me he's super talented especially with like the sooty grungy eye look a, a lived in eye look as they yeah. say um yeah just oh man yeah okay go to his website uh excuse me his instagram it's terry barber on beauty 
Yeah, he's super talented. One more I want to talk about um, is Makeup Mouse. She is also a British Instagrammer. Um, she does very creative makeup. Um, she's like gorgeous and does really, really creative looks. And it's obviously not like hashtag wearable, but it's really creative. During Halloween, she does these really great like not even SFX looks, but she does some really cool special effect makeup using just makeup, no prosthetics or anything. But I, I think her style is really different. She's That's a cool. very, it's a very different look. I think you should follow her. It's makeup mouse. Um, and this is Laura. Um, another f- Instagrammer I love to follow. Her name is Tatiana Rose Art. Oh, I follow her too. Oh my God. The filter, she has this like dreamy, like, filter effect that she applies to her looks and it's they're like, so cool it's like you rubbed vaseline on your iphone oh my god literally her it, looks are beautiful they're so pretty and her feed like there's her a, feed is beautiful there yeah. yeah we have to talk about feeds because there's a lot of people i follow and i think the key to like a really successful instagram and a, like a following is a consistent looking feed which, <laughs> which is mine so, is not at all I'm not a. I mean, I'm not trying to like gain followers, but like people really do this as like their job. It's a you know, it's an online portfolio for these people, Mm -hmm. um, and it's creative direction. It's every element is just so well thought out, and so you have to follow her. We we will tag her as well. Yeah, we're gonna tag all of these people in a big old roundup post for this episode um, coming soon. So we're going to do one with all of our YouTube faves and then we're going to tag a bunch of our Instagram faves. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Laura. What? Help. What? I've been influenced. Oh my God. Me too. I mean, there's so many things that these people are trying to sell us on Instagram and YouTube. Maybe not for the money, but sometimes they generally just like a product. And you know what? There have been times where they are right on the money. Um, So what kind of products have you actually been influenced to get and by whom? Okay, so first of all, I'd like to say like... When I was younger, I was like, no way are ads, like, working on me. Like, I will not be bought. But there comes a time and a place when you're following an Instagram feed and you maybe had a couple of glasses of wine. I don't know. And you say, God damn it, I love that highlight. Or, I need this eye cream because here's one. This one is, like... One that I've always thought of, it's the Ula Henriksen Banana Bright Eye Cream. And guess why I was influenced, Karina? Why? Because they sent all of their Instagrammers to Amangiri, which is like this beautiful (laughs) resort in like the middle of nowhere, Utah. And they had launched an eye cream and I'm like, I need this. Like it, it's not, not about the eye cream. It's about the entire experience of having this eye cream does using this banana bright eye cream transport you to a desert oasis god i wish i feel like it should almost be the opposite of a desert though yeah maybe it's the oasis in the desert for your eyes yeah i never really understood why they did that i mean i want to go there that looks amazing you want to go to there you know what i bought it and i really liked it god damn it karina what about you what were you influenced by um so actually tati on youtube had nothing but raves about L'Oreal's Lash Paradise Mascara. Oh, that's a good one. And you know what? Tried it. I think I've gone through maybe three or four tubes of it so far. Love it. It's not what I'm using at the moment because I do find it does dry out pretty 
quickly, but it's a great mascara. And L'Oreal is known for making great mascaras. Um, I'm currently using the Essence Super Curl, and I'm actually really liking it so far. Maybelline also does great ones, and she always talks about um, Maybelline uh, The Falsies, which Mm -hmm. I use and love, but L'Oreal Lash Paradise I have bought because of Tati, and I love it. It works for me. Yeah, I remember when that first came out because it was like a dupe for Too Faced Better Than Sex mascara, which I've never tried. But I was like, oh, my God, I need to have this. And, like, everybody on YouTube started using it. And I'm like, I need this, too. And so and I bought it, and I loved it. It speaks for itself. And Tati does not do sponsored content um, because oh, wow. she's uh, she's a rich lady. She makes a lot of money on YouTube. Um, so she doesn't need the money. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's a great mascara. So one of the biggest brands that have influenced me, probably above all of the rest, is the launch of Glossier. Oh, I think they launched in either 2015 or 2016, but it was the antithesis to beauty. It was the antithesis to, like, heavy makeup, um, unachievable makeup looks. It was a brand that was dedicated to, like, just being yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, The marketing was genius. The packaging is amazing. Like, so genius. Like, everything about it. I think it launched the Millennial Pink as, like, a popular color. Yes, I was just going to say, I was like, dare I say it, is it, like, the Millennial's skincare line? Absolutely. It's, like, the Millennial dream. Skincare and makeup. So they have, uh, I think they came out with... The Perfecting Skin Tint, the mm. Glossier Bomb.com, which I still use. And I'm not sure if the Milky Jelly came out at that point. Oh, no, it was the Priming Moisturizer, which is a really nice moisturizer. And, I mean, it's the cleanser that kind of launched a thousand dupes. So the oh, Milky yeah. Jelly Cleanser is, like, their one of their key products that they sell, like, a crap ton of. And it's, like, a <laughs> it really is a milky jelly. Yeah. And it's a really, like, luxuriously... Like, the texture is really nice yeah, and almost talk- like a cushion. Yeah, we talked about it in the last yeah, episode. Yeah, and it's a really pretty rose smell. But, but like, also, Boy Brow. Boy Brow, it mm. said, I mean, they made an ad campaign about it. It's like the, the brow product with a wait list of 10,000 people or something like well, that. Well, and the thing is with Glossier is, like, you can't find it in stores. No. And so everything that has to do with the success of this brand is through Instagram. Like, yep. 100% this was an Instagram-made brand. Um and then what else do I have on here? Oh, and anything ColourPop. I yeah. mean, I love ColourPop. They're only sold online. They're sold in a few Ulta stores, but it's not their entire selection. Um, so every I, I always look at ColourPop swatches online because I just need to have that in my life. It's so affordable. Like $5 eyeshadows that are great quality. So good. And products, products are probably never more than... 10 to 12 dollars no um color is basically on everyone's insta stories instagram youtube videos color comes out with launches practically every week they're one of the ones that i was talking about in our last episode when we were talking about the brand launches yeah color literally never sleeps no never and it's something they're new. coming I, they're, they're coming out with lip glosses called so juicy okay juicy tubes 2.0 Oh my god. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. And they come out with stuff, like, constantly. I don't know what they do, how many employees they have, <laughs> what can they... I don't... They're constantly I really don't cre- get it. They're constantly creating. What else have you been influenced to buy? I have... Actually, so Alyssa Ashley, um, she loves anything Fenty, and you know what? Maybe I love everything Fenty. Well, and Fenty Beauty 
was a huge launch on Instagram. I mean, all of this yep. is start all of this hype is starting on Instagram. Yeah, Fenty came out with their 40 foundation shades and now they are upping it to 50. Um but the first gloss or lip product that she launched with Miss Riri Rihanna, happy birthday Miss Riri by the oh, way. Yeah. Um was the Fenty Gloss Bomb in Fenty Glow and it's like this universal like slightly shimmery, almost like a rosewood colored nude lip gloss mm-hmm. and everyone loves the formula it looks good on literally everybody but when i saw Alyssa ashley put it on her lips and <laughs> honestly like okay look at a picture of Alyssa ashley and She's the first gorgeous. thing you look at is her lips her lips are like plump they're beautiful juicy the lips of that's basically what everybody every instagram model is aspiring to look like is Alyssa ashley she has gorgeously naturally full lips but honestly, she put a swipe on that and she's like, oh, I love this so much. And she has just such a cute, like, giggly voice. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, I, I bought it. I got it. Can I tell you? Can I confess something to you? What? When the Fenty Foundation launched, I sat online in a waiting list. <gasps> you did? At midnight. Oh, no. <laughs> to buy a foundation. Did you really? I did. How did you actually like that foundation? It was honest honestly it's too dry for me. This is Karina. It's, I have normal skin bordering dry and sometimes it's too matte. It's for me. honestly now it's not something I reach for because it's so matte, but I think with the right amount of moisture underneath, I think I could make it work again. It's been a really it's actually been quite a while since I've used it. You can maybe mix an oil into it. You know, oh. I was just having this idea the other day, and Rihanna, feel free to steal this if you <gasps> want. It's your brand after all. Uh-oh. Um, but you know how the Fenty lip gloss is called the Fenty Glow? <gasps> what if she made a Fenty Glow foundation? Oh my god, I can't even deal. Can you? Oh my god, Ree, please. Ree Ree. Oh my god, that's genius. Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> like call wait. it the Fenty Glow. Hello. Oh my god. You're welcome. Oh my god. You're welcome. My mind is blown. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, that's amazing. Anyway. Um, what is another oh, okay. Well, recently Alana Davidson, I bought Mac Face and Body Foundation. It's one of her favorite foundations. I'm like, it's my favorite now too. Pixie Woo always talked about that from the very beginning. They love Mac Face and Body. Karina, you gotta try it. I think you're gonna love it. Especially for somebody who doesn't like it. Pretty sheer. Sheer, but it's so skin like. And it doesn't transfer. So that's the thing. Like, I love that YSL foundation. Number one, it's a little bit too dark. So I might save that for summertime when I Mm -hmm. put, like, a fake tan on. Kind of. Not really. But, like, it's just a little bit dark right now. So is it, like, what Sharon Farrell calls, like, a film-forming foundation? Where it's, like, flexible? It's a flexible finish, but does not transfer. Maybe I will try that. Oh, my God. I need to find my color. I'm literally, like, you're going to be N1. NZ15. N1. They I come don't. in like five, four shades. Oh, okay. Um, the last one I want to talk about is Robbie Christie actually turned me on to this foundation, and it's the L'Oreal Pro Glow. Oh. I love it. It's a dewy finish. It's medium. It's like mm, maybe it's a sheer to medium, but it's buildable. That sounds nice. And it looks beautiful all day long. It doesn't look overly dewy. It's not like a radiant finish. It right. does say Pro Glow, but for me, it's like a naturally glow it's like a little glowier than your normal skin it's beautiful mm. i love it um it stays on all day there's a little bit of sunscreen in it um i use mine uh with a real technique sponge oh. i use it sometimes 
with a brush, but I personally like the finish better with a okay. sponge. And if Raw Beauty Christy likes it, I will probably like it too. Okay, yeah. So those are our favorite items. We really want to hear, like, what were you influenced to buy? Do you listen to influencers? Do you follow, like, YouTube tutorials? Is there something that was shown that you went out and purchased? Uh, we would love to hear your comments. In today's double take, we're going to be taking on PR launches, the amount of packaging that comes with them, and sponsored content. Laura, do you want to start us off? What do we think about all of the beauty launches that happen and then all of the PR packaging that gets sent out to these influencers, these YouTubers? What What do we think about it? Okay, Good, so bad? I think, well, okay, so I understand that brands, they have a PR list. And what that means is that there's tons of people that are being sent free product for specific product launches. So say Tarte is coming out with a new foundation. They have a PR list. So influencers, beauty editors, anybody in the beauty industry that signs up to receive these items will receive them before the launch. And so that way they can review it, make their content and put it out. And there it is. But my problem with this is that these packages are becoming insane. Mm -hmm. I think they've actually kind of taken a step back. But when it was like at its worst, these brands are sending like dresser sized boxes full of their entire product range for whatever the launch in was in full sizes full sizes and, and especially for a, if it was a foundation yes. they would send every single shade of their foundation regardless of like taking into consideration who they're sending it to and like i understand like if you were sending it to maybe a beauty editor or somebody who is an actual professional makeup artist who would use these items in their kit for a future use if you're sending it to one person on youtube who only reviews something in their shade color sending them 50 full-size foundations is a just waste. a huge waste of product and you know granted granted they can donate that but they probably get so much free stuff anyway that I mean, who knows how much time they have to actually go out and donate these things before, I don't know, maybe it's expired. I don't know. Right. But ColourPop, with their no-filter foundation launch, they actually did something smart, and they sent out um, to every person on the PR list three full-size bottles of what they thought might be their shades, but then the rest of the launch was in small sample size bottles, like almost like a tester like you would get at a beauty counter, which I thought cut down a lot on you know having to waste all of this product on somebody who obviously won't be able to use you know the lightest shade or the darkest shade right. or pretty much anything that's not their specific um skin tone and i i think sometimes the packaging is just so over the top and yeah. also the product the packaging around that product itself is so wasteful and so a lot of people are saying like please just don't send me anything or don't send this like specific type of like crinkle or this plastic because it's just super annoying. It creates so much waste and you have to do your recycling. Like it's over the top. Yeah. So Samantha Ravindal, she has actually requested that she get taken off all PR lists. And she actually did make a video about this a few weeks back. Um, and she also made an update about, you know, how that's going. And she did it pretty much for the waste factor. Um, it's a lot of stuff that's ending up in our landfills and she just didn't, she wanted to kind of reduce her, you know, carbon footprint, which mm -hmm. I understand. Um, I think having a video that automatically plays when you open the lid of an, of a box of eyeliners is completely it's unnecessary. So 
Um, I get that it's for the brand and it's for making money and it's kind of just to hype up a new launch, but there are so many launches every day. Like every damn day there is something (laughs) new and I don't, I, I know it like almost defies logic, logic (laughs) into, you know, like I don't need like a giant beauty blender full full of of foundation. Yeah. Looking at you, beauty blender. Yeah, I think it was. Ugh, it's not. It's not necessary. And I understand that like unboxing videos are a thing. I don't think they're as popular as they used to be. I mean, I used to love watching an unboxing, but I just, I, I just don't get it. Like, I would rather see a good review. I think they're wasting their time and money on these items. Um, just send them a couple of things. Like, there's no need for it to be in this elaborate display. Like, just send them the product and, like, call it good, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just so annoyed Tati, by it. Tati on YouTube has a, has PR unboxing videos um, pretty much almost every month. And it's kind of insane the it's amount crazy. of free stuff she gets. But she actually puts almost all of it into giveaways. And oh, it's yeah. so funny because she has the video and all of a sudden you, you see her and her husband. There's a giant just mountain of boxes behind her. And she also does comment on the amount of stuff that she accumulates because of things that are being sent to her. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's, it's just, just a lot. it's crazy. It's a lot. It's a lot for people to have to like go through and then, you know, and I was listening to an episode of Fat Mascara and this is talking about, you know, getting rid of all of these recyclables. A lot of people aren't even recycling things properly. Right. Um, so a lot of what they think they can recycle actually has to get taken out of it. And so it's kind of like nullifying the entire thing. Here's a good thought. What if the PR list, whoever is like running the PR list, contacts these Instagrammers or whoever, and they actually have like a website that they say, okay, this is the new product launch. Choose your shade. And that's what we send to you. Like in cosmetics, like when we I worked at Counters, when you would get gratis from that certain brand, you would literally log onto their website and choose what you wanted. And if it was a foundation, you choose your color like instead of them sending this insane amount of product be like here are four choices or here's like the foundation list here's what the colors look like which one do you want us to send or to you? on that note i wonder if these these people who are on pr lists i wonder if their agents or managers because a lot of them do have managers um, mm-hmm. to help with this i wonder if they actually have a list of comparable shades because oh that would be smart. when ColourPop launched their foundation they actually said they actually made a little foundation shade finder yeah that would um compare your foundation that you've been using i mean they didn't have every foundation on the block but it would be like a certain like a, like a handful of drugstore foundations mm-hmm. and then some higher-end ones. And then from there, you could choose the shade you wore already and then they could narrow it down for you in their formula. You know, it was super... Actually, Sephora has that and it's really, really good. Like, it's... Does it actually really And it'll, it'll give you a list of like, okay, here's a shade finder. If you want to look for like the YSL, they're like, okay, let's find you a shade and you say what's the existing foundation that you use and we'll find the best match. It's genius. That's what... Ha- I think that's what should happen. Yeah, I mean, stop sending me, not me, obviously. I would love to get free PR. Thank you very much. Um, But stop sending 50 full-size bottles of foundation. I mean, just donate it. That's what these people are going to do anyway. Just, I don't know. 
it's a lot. There's a lot of stuff involved in the beauty industry. It's a lot of stuff. And I get it. I like, we're magpies. I just love watching people open up shiny new things. It's kind of like Christmas morning, um, but you're kind of just living vicariously through them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I get it. It's to hype up the product. It's to get people excited for a launch. Um, But usually it kind of just fizzles out as soon as it's launched. It's all in the buildup. And then it comes out and people are like, oh my God, this is great. And then they talk about it for like maybe a week, maybe two at most. And then it's kind of like you never hear about it ever again. It's kind of like the 24-hour news cycle. Yeah. But it's now the 24-hour beauty cycle. Yeah. Our other double take is going to talk about not PR launches, but taking Instagrammers and YouTubers and influencers out on insane vacations when a brand launches a new product. Karina, thoughts? Well, <laughs> this is so crazy to me. I mean, <laughs> I would love to just have free trips, you know, lavished upon my person. Take me to Bora Bora. Take me to Amangiri. Take me to desert oasis. Take me to Ibiza. Calgon, take me away. But I am so confused. Brands are spending (laughs) thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to number one, fly these people somewhere. Number two, book them into these beautiful resorts. Number three, make the meals. Number four, have activities on like this three or four day vacation. And what are we launching, Karina? A mascara. Okay, (laughs) guys, this is insanity. This is the reason why your luxury mascaras are $25 and... Absolutely not. Thank you very much. But, like, I just don't get, like, (laughs) I mean, yeah, fly me to Hawaii for five days, but we're talking about a mascara. It's it's exciting. You're not... But it's not... Saving the world, That exciting. Like, I think it's an insane amount of money that these brands are spending on all of this PR. And for what? I don't know. It's It's so funny. It literally blows my mind. Going to Amangiri to launch an an eye cream. cream. An eye cream that's like $32. It's like, what is happening? We're we're literally acting like this is the best damn product on earth. We're going to fly you around the world. And guess what? You're going to get... All expenses paid. Buffet breakfast. Buffet lunch. Oh, bring your Instagram husband. We're going to go paragliding over the ocean. And guess what? We're launching a lip gloss. Give me that lip gloss for a trip to Hawaii. I mean, it must be really nice to be an influencer, Fuck yeah, it would be. Jesus. I mean, I want to get sent to Paris for a... Jouer lip gl- lip gloss, a lip topper, oh a glitter God. lip topper. They oh sent these Instagrammers to Paris. What? They went on a little boating out, boating trip on the Seine. Oh while Jouer opens up a little lid and it, ooh, it's a crystal lip topper. Can like you, what? Can you guys tell that this is a really send, hot button issue for us? God damn it! Send me to Paris. I won't. Up? You know what? Keep your lip topper. Yeah, I'll take it. Send me to Paris. Or... What are you doing? Or maybe, like, don't make things so expensive. Yeah, what the F? It's like... (laughs) Ugh! It just... It's so crazy. And that's why people are so distrustful of (laughs) these influencers when they post videos about this product. And they're like, no way you weren't paid for this. Yeah, guys, of course they were paid for it. it they may not have been paid money, but they were paid in trips. It's so Free crazy. trips. A free... They basically get to go on vacation for a mascara. Oh, my God. If only we were that lucky. I mean... 
But but <sighs> real, real talk, um, brands hit us up, okay? Um, thanks, thanks. Gotta love you. Actually, just love your mascara. Give me a little tougher. Okay. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please listen, rate, and subscribe to us on the podcast app of your choice. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review us so more listeners can find us. You can follow us on Instagram at glowintel or email us at glowintelpod at gmail.com with your thoughts and questions. See you next time on Glow Intel. Bye. Bye.